Welcome back to Hudson Mohawk Magazine, Matthew Shapiro and Amanda McDowell. It's been a while since we've had you on our show. NAMI is doing such incredible work. September was Suicide Awareness Month. This is a year-round issue. So what were some of the activities that you were doing in September, and how do we continue to keep the awareness out there? Well, you made the most important point. I mean, again, we don't want to limit the conversations around suicide and the importance of suicide prevention to one month. It's obviously a 365-day-a-year job. Um, You know, what we did uh, in in September as NAMI New York State, again, we always want to normalize the conversation on suicide and suicide prevention. I think it's a, a conversation people are very reluctant to engage in, especially when dealing with younger people or, or, or kids or students that they feel like they're going to enter the conversation in a wrong way or inappropriately or maybe put ideas in people's heads. And we know that's not true. I mean, it's a lot like the way we talk about sex education. I think people have that notion. If we talk about sex education, it's going to encourage people to have sex. Well, we know that's not the case. They're doing it anyway. And the same thing with suicidality. Unfortunately, there are people that struggle with this pain that They think that suicide is the only way out. Whether we talk about it or not, that's still going to be happening. So we really have to take it upon ourselves to be uh, the best friends, neighbors, and family members possible and support people who might be struggling, especially with all the mental health challenges that people have been facing over the last couple of years. I think you're right in that there's a lot of fear in how to react. If somebody does find out that the loved one, somebody that they know, is thinking about suicide, what is a reaction that you could suggest? Yeah, no, that's such a great question, such an important question. And and the most important thing I can say is you never take any talk of suicide or or mention of suicide lightly or or take it as someone is just uh, faking it or something. Every mention of suicide has to be taken seriously. Um, You know, you got to let that person know that they're loved and they're supported and you're willing to work with them get them help. Um, You know, NAMI has programs like Family to Family that that educates family members on how to care for someone who has a serious mental illness, especially someone who could be suicidal. Um, You know, our colleagues at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention have many programs too to help both family members who've maybe experienced a, a, a loss via suicide, people who have a loved one who is thinking about suicide, or for the individual themselves. So the most important thing is to let that person, you know, take the threat seriously. Let that person know that you're concerned about them and you love them and that you're going to work with them to get them help, that they're not in this alone and they're not, you know, and maybe, you know, someone like Amanda or I or you might not understand the pain they're experiencing, but we're here to support them and, and get them through this very difficult challenge that they're experiencing. Thank you for that, Matthew. And another thing that NAMI's working on, there's a really exciting conference coming up, Education Conference, Empowering Each Other to Achieve Wellness and Recovery. What exactly is going to be delved into at this conference? All right. We're very excited about this year's conference. It's the first time in a couple of years that we'll be doing it in person at the Albany Marriott on Wolf Road. And uh, yeah, we have such an exciting agenda. Uh, Two of the highlights that I'm just so excited about, we have uh, Dr. Ken Duckworth, who's the medical director of NAMI, but he's also the author of the new book, You Are Not Alone, 
which features both individuals and family members who have experienced mental illness and, and are facing this and, and, you know, navigating the road to recovery. So he profiles these stories and lets people know they're not alone. And we'll have not just Dr. Duckworth, but uh, two of the people that are featured in the book as well. So we're very excited about that. And then on Saturday morning, we have Dr. Tom Insel, who's the former director of the National uh, Institute of Mental Health, who just wrote an incredible new book, Healing Our Road from Mental Illness to Mental Wellness, where really he argues of how we need to make a social justice movement around mental health and that, you know, the consequences that have happened from not having enough mental health services really are social justice issues when we see overrepresentation of people in jails and prisons, the homeless numbers, the suicide numbers. Obviously, that's something that's very concerning, and those are social justice issues. So to look at um, on that perspective is so helpful. Um, you know, speaking of suicide, we have a lot of uh, sessions on suicide prevention, our, our zero suicide focus, including our uh, 2022 Research Award winner, Dr. Matthew Hotman from the Nathan Klein Institute, who all of his research is on impulse control and suicidality. So we're really excited about that. And I'm going to end it off to Amanda because we have our Off the Mask event too that we're going to be talking about. And, and uh, as part of the event, we are going to be giving our Storyteller Award to uh, Joe Mealy and his family, who's a, a family here in Troy who lost their son to suicide. And every year they do uh, the Dustin Mealy Memorial Concert at Revolution Hall and done such an incredible job in the capital region of raising awareness and uh, both mental health and suicide. So we're very excited to honor them and, and again, show the importance of discussing suicide awareness. And Amanda, did you want to talk about other elements of Off the Mask? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're really excited about this entire weekend, um, November 11th and 12th. Um, uh, and I'll, it's all about connection for us. Um, it's It's a homecoming. We get to meet in person again, you know, for the first time since the pandemic and with the conference, um, we get folks um, from all across the state, mental health professionals, peers, our affiliates, um, and as well, uh, we have our uh, yearly fundraising gala, but it's it's more than a, a fundraiser. It's, uh, it's called Off the Mask, um, and the centerpiece is a fashion show where uh, we have about 25 models with a strong connection to mental health that they they walk the runway um initially wearing masquerade masks and then they uh take them off and that is just a metaphor for um this stigma that we all face with mental health that we're often forced to mask our mental health and not be able to have those conversations um we also have a silent auction an art show a dinner um and one thing that's really important to us um, is um, to share stories and to talk about just the diversity of experience. And I think especially this year, we've got a very diverse um, group of models just and it cuts across like all spectrums. So we've got across age, we've got younger folks and older folks. We've got um, people of color. We've got people um, from the queer community, um, folks from, from all across the state, you know, people that are mental health professionals, people that have mental illness themselves, people that have loved ones with mental illness. And it's a celebration really, and a coming together to 
really connect, talk about our stories, share our victories, share our challenges. And we would love to have you all there. <laughs> then people can find out more information about the event by visiting our website, www.namiNYS.org, and then forward slash off the mask. And, and NAMI uh, is spelled N-A-M-I. Correct. Thank yeah. you. So before we started recording, I'd ask about the masking and you told me that it actually began before COVID. And so it's a masquerade mask, which is a little bit different, really focusing on taking away stigma. And so in our last minute, what else should we know about the work that you're doing at the moment? Well, I I think what's most important for people to know about NAMI is that Again, there are not enough mental health programs to go around or or services to go around, and we're really a safety net. Everything that we offer, all of our education programs, all of our support programs are offered at no cost to members of the public. Um, So we were able to provide mental health education support absolutely free from people with lived experience, whether they're people like uh, Amanda or I who have lived with a mental health issue, or Amanda and I both also are caregivers for people who live with a mental illness. So again, you're going to learn from people with lived experience, people who have walked the walk and, and know what it means to be in that position that you're in now. And just that you know that support's out there and that NAMI's out there with help, hope, and healing. Mm, thank you so much. Community is, is and resources are such an important part of moving forward. And Amanda and Matthew, it's been a pleasure to have you on Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you for having thank us Thank you so back. much.